Hey, my friends, welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. Josh here. There is a poem. It's not a poem, it's a saying, but it rhymes. I don't know what it is. It's it's a story about a wolf, and you've probably heard this, but about 15 years ago, might be longer than that, I worked at Quicken Loans. Quicken Loans is a mortgage lender owned by Dan Gilbert. He's a multi-billionaire. I think he's worth over $6 billion now, and my sister worked for him for years, Um, And I worked for his company for a short time doing mortgages before I got into banking. And their whole company ran on these little phrases or sayings called isms. And they had them everywhere. Their culture and their building was really, really strong. They were consistently voted one of the top, you know, 50 places to work in the United States by all the big publications and stuff. There's slushy, slushy machines and popcorn and snacks and all kinds of stuff happening all the time. Now, the people that worked there worked really, really, really hard but they had a strong culture. And not strong culture meaning it was easy and it was for everybody. In fact, they had massive turnover, massive amounts of people couldn't even make it through training. I know in my training class, which was I think five weeks long, they have you cold calling the worst leads possible to try to get these people to do mortgages. And every call is recorded and they're criticizing every piece of it and they're teaching you things. And really my phone sales experience started at that company And I learned more at that job than I did any other job I ever had. Uh, I haven't had a job since I was about 25 years old. I'm 36 now, almost 37. So I haven't had had a job in the last 11 years, Uh, but I learned so much. And one of the isms, or one of the poems, I'm sorry, not the ism, but one of the poems that they used to say all the time was, there are two beings that beat inside your chest. One is vile, the other is blessed. One you love and one you hate, the one you feed will dominate. And this is derived from like this little like Native American wise story about uh, there's these two dogs or these two wolves and they fight each other and they're asking this like this wise uh, chief of the Indian tribe or something, you know, which of these dogs is going to win? You have an evil dog and you have a good dog. And he said, whichever one I feed the most is the one that will win. And it's really powerful. And I've never shared that on this podcast and maybe you've heard that analogy before maybe you haven't but it's true you know there are two beings that beat inside your chest one is vile the other is blessed one you love and one you hate the one you feed will dominate and I don't know about you but I oftentimes feel like two people in the same body depending on the circumstance like I can be the most generous like patient loving, inspirational, motivational person ever that has empathy. I can be that person. I am that person. But sometimes I'm not. I can be the exact opposite. I can be the most selfish, negative, like victim mentality, you know, whiny little weenie too. I can be both of those. And so there's a spectrum. And so what it comes down to is how, what parts of yourself are you feeding? And this, this is like all encompassing your relationships, your friends, Uh, the types of conversations you have with your wife or your husband, uh, the types of content that you consume, the media that you listen to, whether it's this or mainstream media or negativity, doom and gloom, this or that or the other thing, all of that stuff is fuel, it's food, and it's either pushing you one way or the other on uh, on that spectrum. And uh, I think it's really interesting. And Myron Golden, who I got to meet through, excuse me, Russell's Inner Circle, who's been on the podcast, I've talked about him a lot because he's amazing. He has a really cool podcast called Bible Success Secrets, 
when some of you are like cringing right now because you're like, Bible success secrets. I don't want to read an old book about goat herders and crazy, you know, fake mysteries. I totally get it. You know, the atheist argument there, but I am a Christian. And even if you're not a Christian, the Bible really is a book of principles. And in Myron's uh, latest episode, he's talking about the difference between tactics, strategies, and principles. And I said a few uh, episodes ago, maybe a week or two ago, that I woke up one day and I had this epiphany where I, I told myself, I said, oh my gosh, focus on the principles, not the emotion. It's like I had this weird dream or something. I woke up and I, was, I couldn't get it out of my head. I haven't been able to get it out of my head ever since. And this really ties back to the which wolf are you feeding? Which part of yourself are you feeding, right? So here's, here's what I see with small business. We run around, good things happen, bad things happen, wins happen, losses happen, great employee days where your employees step up and save the day. Other days they screw you over, don't show up, lie, steal something, something horrible happens, they break something, they forget a piece of equipment on a job site, F fill in the blank with whatever. But <laughs> we're constantly going through these ups and downs with our circumstance. You know, uh, the Bible says that it rains on the just and the unjust. And again, this isn't me shoving Jesus down your throat, although you need some Jesus in your life. If you ain't got any, that's like just just kind of nudging you in that direction. But if you think about it, it's true that it rains on the just and the unjust alike. What all that means is, is that it doesn't matter if you're good or bad. Sometimes it rains. Right. Why are so many bad, selfish people wealthy? Well, a lot of times, assuming it's not from total crime and corruption, which a lot, most of the time it's not, is because they focus on certain principles. You see, the, the way to create wealth, the way to create businesses, the way to live the life that you want is by focusing on the right principles. And principles never change. If you ever hear someone tell you, like Myron said, um, that they've discovered a new principle, run. Because principles don't change. They're old. They're ancient right? They're the foundation. They make up like the fabric of matter and energy. It's, it's foundational, right? A principle is what holds atoms together. There's, there's scientific principles. There's like relational principles. There's financial principles. There's all these different things, you know? If you have integrity, you do the right thing when no one's looking. You work really hard to create value. You take responsibility for your life. Like, I don't know, I should like do some more research and make like a master list of important principles for <laughs> local home service companies. But we kind of know what they are. But here, here's the problem. And I'm talking to myself as much as I am to you, is that we forget that and we start wandering into tactics and we focus on tactics instead of principles. So when you, when you think long-term with your business and you get up every single day and you chop wood, like I talk about all the time, and you chop the wood and you chop the wood and you chop the wood, another way to uh, look at that would be you get up every day and you work the right principles, you work the right principles, you work the right principles. And by definition, if you're following correct principles, you're not gonna make decisions based on emotion or circumstance or the one bad thing that happened to you that day or that week or that month, because it doesn't affect anything in the long run, the principles are what affect things in the long run. If you do that, it's mathematically impossible for you to lose in the long run. Does that make sense? It's like math, you know? I've said math is the path. Well, principles are the path. Principles over an extended period of time always produce the desirable outcome that you want. If you, um, focus on the principle of wisdom and studying and getting smarter, 
and you have discipline, which is a principle, and you don't spend money and buy new equipment just because you feel like it, but you're financially responsible and conservative and you understand and have wisdom with your numbers and your finance, if, if, if all these things are working together, you can't lose. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about in today's podcast is the, uh, the concept of having vision. The idea that some people, namely entrepreneurs like you and like me, we have this ability to see the future before it happens. I remember when I started my home service company, I could literally, literally see my company at scale. I could see it. And it, it probably sounds corny to someone who's not like this or someone that's got some you know, issues with self-limiting beliefs or something, but it's real. Like I, I had this tiny business. I could see in color you know, 10 trucks with, you know, 30 employees coming in and out of an office and there's staff and I'm walking in there and they're all saying, hi, Josh, good morning, Josh. And I could like see it in my head and that vision in my head, that thing that didn't exist, you know, in real life, but it existed in my head. That's, that's always what I was thinking about. And it was very frustrating when my reality looked nothing like that, but through a little bit of luck, a lot of smart people that helped me and massive imperfect action on my part, that started to like manifest, it started to come into view in the real world. And the business eventually became even more than what I thought it could be in my head. So you have to be able to not only have vision for your business, but you have to believe the vision that you have. And when you believe that vision and you focus on the principles of long-term sustainable success, you're unstoppable. You're completely unstoppable in the long run doesn't mean you don't have a setback. It doesn't mean that you don't make a mistake. None of it matters, though, in the long run, if you uh, keep chopping that wood. Hopefully, that's an encouragement to you. You guys are rock stars. I'm going to go on my bike and go for like a 10-mile bike ride. It's going to be awesome. Trying to lose some weight because I'm not focusing on very good fitness principles, as you can probably see from my Facebook videos. And I need to get back in shape at least a little bit and be healthy. So I hope you guys have a great weekend. I will talk to you soon. Take care. God bless.